Want to talk? Want to do a podcast? Are you paying attention? Yes. <laughs> hey. Oh, but we're not doing not do, we, oh, Duh! I didn't even know you started it. I told you I was starting it. We're starting the podcast, people. Okay. Starting the podcast. Jill has her glasses on. Yes. And she's I, back. I'm back. She finally squeezed us in, everybody. I have been running crazy. And then when I go to bed, it's like 8.30. Do you see this little, this is my mini violin. Okay, it was supposed to be like okay, this, I well, thought. Whatever. Yeah. Hey, I saw a dude that did his finger thumb like that, like that. And, it's, and it was just like yours, and I was like, oh my gosh, I wonder how many. Yeah, I wonder how many people actually can do that. You're I'll be at my kids, I'll be like, yo, hand me that. They get so grossed out. It is kind of gross, mm-hmm. Jill. So today I put my fingers like this for some reason. I was trying to see how far I could bend them. I was like. Oh, you're, you're doing I'm not Satan's doing that. Son. No, I'm not doing that. Look, I was talking about my thumbs. Weirdo. I'm not saying that I'm not a weirdo. Look what I was doing. I mean, you are a weirdo. Well, I was in the car they need. I was, I don't know what I was doing. I was bending my thumbs and I was like, oh, I wonder how far back they'll bend. Why does it feel like 955 degrees in your house today? Did I you don't... see that meme I sent you where the lady like comes over? She's oh, yeah. A it's freezing. And yeah. She, it's like EJ speaks or something. And she's like, She's like, hold on. I mean, is it like, are you trying to show off with your ability to pay for this? Or <laughs> like, and she's got a blanket and she leaves, she brings her coat in. And I thought, no, that's she you is. at my house. Um, if you want me to pay attention to what you're saying, I'm going to have to have some more clothes because I'm freezing. And I can see mist and ice in the air. The icicles coming <laughs> yeah. down and hitting me in the head. I cannot focus. Yes, that's how it is at my house. It's um, not really my fault, though. Your house is freezing. Yeah. Um, let me tell you a funny. Okay. So, last night, um, we were down. We always hang out in the basement and watch TV or whatever. And I was telling Andy, I was like, hey, my friend Holly got me some really cute um, wine glasses for my birthday. Yes. And he was like, oh, yeah. I said, oh, let me go get them. I got, they're in the car. Kalen is sitting on the couch, and he leans over, and he goes, um, like, today's not your birthday, right? <laughs> It was so funny, and Andy and I both just burst out laughing. He said, boy, you better hope it's not your mama's birthday today. And he goes, I mean, it's it's not. Oh, my gosh. Bless that boy. It was so funny. So, I know he was like, literally, Caroline, remember, my mom's birthday's coming up. It was so funny. Kaylin, I'll remind you. No, he knows now. But it was so funny. He goes, it's like, not today, right? I almost (laughs) brought you one of your gifts today. Oh, you didn't have to do that. Yeah. Well, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's at my house. I've had it for weeks, but I, um, I decided to wait. So That's so sweet. Hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah, I've you don't even you. like your birthday. I really don't. You're so weird. You know, Stephen and I were talking about that. I was like, that's totally out of character for her with everything else. The fact that you don't like your birthday. Not really, yeah. I mean, it beats the alternative. I know. Oh, it's not that I don't like my birthday, but I don't like to be the center of attention. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So I was asking Hallie some vague questions. They were totally off topic right now. Um, but I was like, Hallie, which we have been having a laugh fest all morning, so it's kind of hard to keep a straight face. So I was like, Hallie. We made her go upstairs. Yeah, we had to because there's no way she could sit in here with me and me keep a straight face. Because it would be like flying solo all over again. Yeah, but worse, like with obnoxious people. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, Hallie, I said, if you had to give a speech in a room full of people, would you rather have all strangers or all friends? She was like, oh, totally all strangers. I was like, me too. 
I was like, because your friends would be like, oh my gosh, she's about to screw up. And people would be like, oh, I've never met this girl before. That's it. Yeah. You know what I'm going to do to you? No. Okay. This fall, that's it. We're going to have a day at class talking about the podcast and you're going to have oh to Oh my climb. gosh. I could probably do that. I'd sweat a minute, but I could do it. It would be like comedy hours, would it uh, be? It would. Maybe I'll drink before I come. What time is class? I don't know yet, but okay. it's not going to be drinking time. <laughs> I can, I can assure bring, you of that. What? I'll bring sparkly jello shooters to your class. And I'll tell them that's like part of the podcast. They'll be like, you're our new best friend. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you missed this part, but in um, part three, we talked about uh, how the friend was coming over. Yes. He was in the band. Mm-hmm. Did you read part three? No, not all of it. Okay. So the friend was coming over. It was his birthday, and they part of the assignment for everybody else was to bring a word about that person that they something they appreciated about him. Oh, and it was so sweet. I and love so, that. Um, but so you would like that? Well, I want to do it for somebody else. Oh, well, yeah. you can do it for me. I would love that. Okay, yeah, that's really cool. I think that's a really cool thing. Yes, mm. I mean I think that's neat. Did you read my friend Kim's card? Yes, it's so cute. Oh my gosh. I've been I love talking Kim. to Kim behind your back. Oh. <laughs> I don't care. Because I was trying to get her to come up for your birthday. Oh. Well, she did that and for she my can't. 50th. Yeah. She can't because they're too busy. But we're talking about a bourbon trip in the spring. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're doing to college tours because on the same like, day. That's not an option. Actually. The same day that um, somebody else was calling me asking me for parental advice, which is, <laughs> I, I got none. Who asked you for um <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> she had texted me and she was like, okay, I'm going to need help with this because Mackenzie wants to go off really far and I'm not okay with this. And I was like, hey, you just need to be all aboard. Like, this is fantastic. Your dad only has a couple more years of work. We're going to retire up here with you. This is fantastic. Oh, yeah. I said, you Do need that. to act like you love the city. I said, yeah. she'll totally hate it. And she goes, I'm totally doing it. <laughs> yeah. So that's all you got to do. That's awesome. Yeah. No, I love Kim. No, we were talking. We were trying to commit you and the, uh, the rest of us to do it in the spring. Oh yeah, we would totally do it. Yeah, totally do it. All right, are we going to finish bread and yeah, wine today? Want to be the leader? I mean, I don't care. I could be the leader. She's trying to make me be the leader because she thinks I didn't read. I don't think I didn't she read, read it. Read, read. Um, I did read. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. So the the first thing that she mentions in part four that I thought was really fun is they have that cooking club. Oh, and then like, yeah, for the whole book. I know, but she references when they did when they were raising money for the children's center. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then that um, sounds miserable to me. Uh, I don't even know how you would make that work. My church is like not in an area that you could really do that. I mean, well, I think they did it. So they had a garage sale. Yeah, at one of their and houses. A bank yeah, at one of their houses, and it took like months to like collect all the stuff, dump it all yeah. in the person's go basement, through it. then go through it. Yeah, and then you know. They ended up with a thousand dollars, but they were really proud of the money that they raised. Yeah. Um, but she talks about it in there. The whole one of the main reasons that they did it was because it says hunger moves her. Hunger yeah, moves her I to help that. people, that and I thought that was really sweet because honestly, when you think about it, I mean, and we've done it a hundred times when people are like, "Hey, we should help give to the needy." How many times? I mean, like it, it makes you want to do that, which is so good. I mean, it just shows that humanity. There's so much humanity left. In the world, I mean, even in the darkest times like now. Well, I think that's the most important thing, like, with the tithe. I don't like these places that you give the tithe to, and it's like all of it goes to the building fund. Yeah. Like, it needs to go to the people. And, and the needs of the people. 
you know, I'm Catholic and our Catholic church does, I don't, I'm not in 100% in agreement with social services, our Catholic social services. Wow. Uh, because a lot of the people that come in there they don't, literally they don't drove up in their BMWs with their Louis Vuitton purses and they're like, hey, I need my, my payment for my power bill or I need diapers. And, you know, we work a lot with them, or we used to, um, when we had more time. We were down there a lot, and it's like they'll say, it doesn't matter. They, they'll pay it every six once every six months. Mm -hmm. She said, I promise you, from today, it's what, the 22nd? She said, mm -hmm. June 22nd, December 22nd, they'll, they'll be, be back, back for the next one. She said, like, clockwork every single time. And I just Are think they're part be, of Love, Inc.? Love, Inc., I think, does a little bit okay. with them, yeah. But I just think that's part. That's the part of it, and I know that they did spend a lot of money to get the program to find out if, hey, if Jane Doe has, we've given her money in June, and then she goes down to First Baptist, they can pull it up and see, hey, you just received that's money. Loving. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So that all of that. So yeah, they're in with that. They bought because the they program. would. Um, I worked at the church downtown for a little while, and people yeah. would come in during the day and ask for money, yeah. and they told us not to give, but I would do it anyway, and. Um, and so they started Love Inc. so that all the churches that are members of it can know yes. Jane Doe already got a power payment this month, so yes. she can't go get it at five churches for the same thing for the same month. That's yeah, I think trying to hold them accountable and be good stewards of the money, but I think they also would like to really teach them to fish. You know, not just to give the fish, but actually yeah. teach them to fish and have that self worth of being able to earn the money yourself and pay for your stuff. And which so, I think is fantastic. Yeah. But yeah, that was that was good. Um, so going back to when she did this, I, I thought this was really good. So she said um, at the very back of that, before she gets to her cookies that they made, she said, you know, you have to decide what you can do and what you can't do, but don't do anything at all. It's easy to decide this is too much to overhaul my entire life in one fell swoop. I might as well just do nothing. She said, so we started where we could with what we had and just hope for the best. And they still came up with a lot of money, you know. So she said with that, she said we had more than we needed and we always spend way more than, than we should. And this was just a better way to, yeah, to give back. Yeah, she was trying to like cut back on like, like yeah. trying to not buy so much stuff to even have the need for a garage sale and maybe use the money up front to help other people yeah you know rather than you know just have so much stuff that you're shuffling around and i think they have young kids when she wrote this book so she's you yeah know, she's always picking up the toys and picking up the stuff and just all the stuff is causing more work yes so um what do you think about the cookies um i thought the cookies look good i did not make them I made a whole nother cookie thing just the other day. I decided I wanted mm -hmm. oatmeal and chocolate chip cookies, so I just found a recipe and made yeah. them, and they were delicious. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, they sound like they'd be really good, but... I didn't make... I, this is too much stuff in here for me, because it's what? got, like, coconut... I'm not sure about coconut and walnuts. The chocolate I, I would have probably left the course, coconut yes, out. Yes, but then I would either do chocolate chips or dried cherries. I don't think I would do both. That's, no, I probably wouldn't do either one. You would you would just do oatmeal. I would just do the oatmeal and the chocolate chips and the walnuts. Oh, I see. Yeah, I would I just. I can't believe leave. you put the nuts in there. I love nuts. <laughs> you are a nut. <laughs> yeah, she said it, not me. We told you about her experience oh at the gosh. at the nail bar. I just said walnuts are delicious. I had to go to the GYN the other day, you know, and mm -hmm. as we're getting off the phone, which did you get plumper in your lips? No. 
Why do they look like that? I'm, I use different lip gloss. Okay. Have you got liner on? Yes. You That's don't remember you had to zoom in? Yeah, I want to see if I could still see it. Okay, well, I had to go to the GYN, and as we're hanging up the phone, she says, "I what I heard her say was, go get your kitchen checked out. <laughs> and I said, some people call it a kitty. And she said, I meant coochie. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Hallie were laughing. Oh, my gosh. It was gosh. so funny. All right, am I doing the next yes, chapter? Yes, do the next okay. chapter. So, last-minute lunch party. I'm trying to remember what all happened, but somebody comes over, and they've got to throw together lunch, I guess. Yeah, I didn't really mark anything off. Oh, I know. This is when their friends may be coming in town. Oh, this and is like Shane. the night yeah. before mm-hmm. they decide, she decides, well, he travels all the time. He'd probably rather go, instead of go to a restaurant, have it at home. And so, she, like, pulls all this stuff out of her freezer. Yeah. She seems, like, so organized. Like, she makes bread or uses bread. She, like... The extra, she like either slices it or cubes it and freezes it for later. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, I'm really impressed with that alone. No, she's really crafty with what she yeah. cooks. But she, I love the way that she's always. She always said when he comes to town, they always have extra people because he has so many friends. And instead of trying to make reservations, she was like, I'm going to do it at my house. Let's just have all these people. And she even says, I want to be crowded around a table in our backyard, old and new faces, strangers and friends. Um, That this person in their life always makes them laugh and reminds them of the most important things in life, faith, courage, and daily choices. So she, and she'd say, it's not really, it's not about the meal. It's never about the meal. Um, It's about connecting and settling into your chairs while the kids play under the table laughing and enjoying each other's company. I think the food is the conduit for yes. the conversation and Always. like setting the stage for having that that space. And in a previous chapter she talked about um like when she went to Mexico and I talked about this the other day but um and she went to Mexico and she couldn't use her phone and how she was able to be like be present mm-hmm. and that how that was like hard at first. Yeah. But um how she just like remembers it fondly and tries to do that yeah i think so i mean absolutely so that pork tenderloin that she says sounds so good to me would you eat that uh yeah andy makes pork tenderloin all the time okay well he actually makes it and uses that um thai sauce from oh Baumhauer's yeah. and puts it on it and it is unbelievable it's yeah. delicious i always think of a certain story about Baumhauer's. yes okay so the next chapter 31 says city love that's what it's called um She's talking about, like, when they, when her and her husband feel, like, kind of disconnected or whatever, mm-hmm. the best thing for them to do is, like, to reconnect, like, just stop everything. Like, they get, love to go to Chicago, the city. Yeah. Because they live there. I think now she lives in New York City. Yeah. Um, but anyway, and they, that's how they reconnect. She said, we learn, we learn the hard way over and over that the sweetness of our marriage is directly related to how much time we spend together. I know some couples who do a little better when they're out of each other's hair, couples who would hate to work together or would drive each other crazy in meetings together or working across from one another at the same table. But for us, time together has always been the medicine we need when things are off. I actually underlined that same paragraph because I thought it was very nice. I thought it was very nice. Yes. But that's one of my love languages is quality time. So yeah, I get a little bit antsy when I don't have it. Yep. Yep. Okay. So on page 234, she says, so we set aside the dates, dug out the guidebooks, and found out I was pregnant. Okay. So this is when she was like, 
she had her five-year-old, right? Yes. And they were going to go to Italy for her five-year anniversary. Correct. And they planned it all up, and then all of a sudden she finds out they're pregnant. Um, she said, if we decide to ha have another baby, maybe the trick is to plan another trip to Italy. We went either way. Yes, because absolutely. it happened both times. I thought that was pretty cute. Um, I thought, I really liked where she says, she's talking about 10 years later, so it's getting up to now, that she said, did you underline that? Yeah, we underlined yeah, all the same wow. things, even in the last chapter. And it says, when we want something to be uh, monumentous, it rarely is. Life is disobedient in a way, I cannot read because my glasses are fogging. Um, life is disobedient in a way, insisting on surprising us with its magic, stubbornly unwilling and to be glittery on command. Unwilling to be glittery yes. on command. Yes. That was really poor English right there, but... It's okay. Um, yeah, I thought that was really good. Um, yeah, I thought that was I thought that was sweet. And that's so true. Like, the fondest memories aren't usually the ones that we put so much effort into because sometimes those are the things that cause us so much stress and we aren't able to enjoy it. Yeah, and that's true. I think that's like, so true. I like it in one chapter when she was talking about that soup, and I made that soup, I told you, that yeah. white chicken chili, and she just, like, has stuff on hand to, like, people come over, and yeah. she's just like, well, I guess y'all are staying to eat, so let me just throw it together. Throw it together. Yeah. And y'all can do that, but, I, so. but I'm, like, I'm thinking, so I get so, like, up and, like, would people really like the soup? I mean, I like the soup, but would that be okay with everybody mm -hmm. else? Like, I just, I need to relax a little bit. Well... I don't know. I thought. I mean, some people are just good at throwing stuff together. Yeah, y'all are really good at that. I, uh, I don't. We try, but I mean, I, we don't have like you know, a main course on on. And standby. Tap. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, we're kind of running out of time a little I bit. I know, right? So I, I didn't. didn't I, I didn't do anything on this chapter. I didn't either. I was just about to tell you that. I just didn't feel like that was a, as my. You favorite have some chapter. kind of GPS in my reading, don't you? You you've highlighted no. everything I highlighted. What about swimsuit ready or not? Did the best thing that I got out of swimsuit ready, it said. Oh, really? Yeah. That, that was a really good paragraph. <laughs> she says that's what shame does. She talks about not wanting to get in a swimsuit because she's not, she doesn't have the perfect body. And she talks a lot about shame in this book and how we let it control some of us, some of our actions. And she says, it whispers to us that everyone is obsessed with our failings as we are. It insists that there is, in fact, a watchdog group devoted completely to my weight or my wrinkles or my shrinking bank account. Shame tricks us into believing that there's a cable channel that runs video footage of us in our underpants 24 hours a day, and then all the people we respect have seen it. And I, I just, she's right. Like, she's so right. I like when she says, but I've been watching that footage in a loop for too long. I've been my own watchdog group for decades. I want to do something risky. I want to dare to exist, and more than that, to live audaciously in all my imperfect, lumpy, scarred glory because the alternative is letting shame win. Exactly. I thought I that was beautiful. I love when she said underbutt, though, because I've never heard anybody oh. say underbutt but you. Yeah, I say my underbutt. Yeah. That is awesome, and I did miss that word somehow. And this right here is so funny when she says, I'm not, I'm not going to develop a relationship with my cover-up that borders on obsessive. This summer, I'm not going to hide. This is my promise to you and also my invitation. Repeat after me. Swimsuit, ready or not, here I come. <laughs> I just love that. I really love that about her. Yeah, I love her too. She's like, we wish you lived here. Yes, Donna. we'd be friends. Yeah, we would because you sound like delightful. Um, the next chapter that I thought was really good was Take the Spread. That was one of my favorite chapters. You skipped the Mayor of River? Yeah, I mean, I love that she talked about her brother, but that was the one that I felt like was pretty involved. I mean, I, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I liked it. It I had more of a religious 
Twister. Oh, yeah. This is the second to the last mm-hmm. chapter. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Go for it. Where she talks about the sacraments are tangible ways to represent intangible ideas. That she believes, you know, she talks about going to church and that they take communion once a month and it's the juice and the bread and they pass it around. Um, as Catholics, we take it every time we go to church. And she says the same thing. We shouldn't just focus on communion being that one time. We should think of communion every single time we eat and drink. And that's basically, you know, it says the idea of a Savior of such sacrifice of body and blood for so many centuries ago fills our senses and invades our present when our fingers break bread and our mouths fill with wine. And that that should be important to us every time. We should think about that every time we eat. And I thought that was amazing. I do too. I I feel like the thing I love about this book is like the desire she has to build community around the table. Yeah. You know, one of my favorite songs is, uh, it's on Christian radio, it's called Come to the Table. Mm -hmm. And it's like there's room for everybody, you know, and leave your sin and shame behind. That's like probably her theme song, whether she knows it or not. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I love that. Yep. I do like, you know, when you think about this today, because there's so much division in our world, and I think a lot of it is propaganda, and it's put out there to make Sometimes people feel that way. it's not even real. No, it's it's a forced. They're trying to make people have this division. Well, did you see that thing? I might have sent it to you. Where it was like, if you put a group of red ants and oh, yeah. black ants in a jar, they're fine. But if you shake it up then they, they start attacking each other. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of times that's what happens to us is that we're they shake us up. Yeah. And then they incite. It, it, we're not even we don't even dislike each other. We just no. we've been shook. No. All right, go ahead. So I like when she said when you offer peace instead of division, when you offer faith instead of fear, when you offer someone a place at your table instead of keeping them out because they're different or messy or wrong somehow, you represent the heart of Christ. Yep. So that was what I liked. That was one of my favorite lines in the book. That was your favorite chapter? Yes. She says, if we only practice remembrance every time we take communion at church, we miss three opportunities a day to remember what a travesty. Eugene Peterson, who um, is the one that authored the message version of the Bible, says that to eyes that see, every bush is a burning bush. Yes, that exactly. To those of us who believe mm-hmm. that all of life is sacred, every crumb of bread and sip of wine is a Eucharist, a remembrance, a call to awareness of holiness right where we are. So, I thought that was good. Very good, so Shana. Good. Enjoyed we enjoyed it, it immensely. Y'all. See you later. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Facebook at Real Deal Friends and Instagram at The Real Deal Friends. Have questions? Email us at TheRealDealFriends at gmail.com. <laughs>